Welcome to Keeping It Real's podcast, where we believe in real hope, real love, and a real God. We pray that this message encourages you and builds your faith. He says, what is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. He says, I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. I love that. I love that. And I pray that that would be our mind, that, that we would consider everything a loss compared to knowing Jesus. That everything would be a loss. And personally, God has been just helping me see this personally lately that no matter what personal successes I may have had and degrees and accomplishments that I'm pursuing, all that stuff, it's nothing compared to, to knowing Jesus. And Paul's making this very clear. There's nothing more important than knowing him, than, than, than having a, a, a relationship with him. And he says, verse 9, he says, and, and being found in him, is not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. He says, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. There it is, our faith in him, what makes me right with God. Verse 10, he says, I want to know Christ. He says, I want to know Jesus, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection of dead. All that to say that he says, I want to know the resurrection. I want to know his suffering, saying that I want to know everything. I want to be consumed by Jesus. That's a real heart. He says, I don't just want to know the top and the great things, but I also know what it, I want to know what it's like to know him when I'm low. And, and we got to be challenging that. I don't just want to know God when things are going good. I want to know him when I'm low, when it's a struggle, when all I can say is, Lord, I need you. He says, because I got to know both sides, because I know in this world, in this life, that it's not always top. Sometimes it's bottom. It's not always good. Sometimes it's bad. And he goes on to say, he says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal. Anybody arrived at your goal yet? You know, there's some things still you got to work on. He says, I haven't received it either. I haven't achieved it either. He says, but I, I press on, but I push through. I'm enduring. I, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do he says, forgetting what is behind and straining on toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize, I love this, for which Christ, for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Two thoughts I want to leave you today. He says, not that I retain on this or have already, I have already arrived at my goal, he says, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. And these words, this, that stuck out to me today, just to press on to keeping it running. And then the other one, he says, to press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. He says, I want to grab a hold of the thing for which he got a hold of me for. He says, God got a hold of me for a reason, and I've got to grab it. God pulled me. Remember him? He was on his way to kill a lot more Christians is when God had met him. That's, I thought that was so cool. 
That means that we, God, did God meet you in a broken place? Did he meet you in your sin? I mean, I'm pretty sure he met you in some place. That's why you're all here today. He met you at some time in your life. You realize I was, and it says that God met him. And he says, when God met me, he says, why in the world did you get a hold of me? Because I was on the road to destruction. Fast and quick, I was on my way and I was going to be there to stay. But God, you got a hold of me. And he says, so I, all this stuff, I got to let it go. Why'd you get a hold of me? Has that been your question? Why in the world did God get a hold of you? Why are you here today? Why did he grab you? Why is he revealing himself to you? Why did he save you? And that's Paul. He says, I've, I've got to grab it. He didn't save me for no reason. He pulled me when I was nasty and dirty and, and, doing, uh, and being an enemy to what he's doing. That's when God, why in the world would he do that? Why would he call me like that? Why? And he says, I got to get a hold of it. He says, I got to move forward. And I want to challenge you today to discover that. Why did he get a hold of you? Why did he grab a hold of you? This kingdom of God that he's brought you into isn't just about struggle. It isn't just about overcoming. It's a big kingdom. There's a whole lot to your life than your weaknesses and your success. There's a whole, that's why Paul says, there's a whole lot more to me than that. Do you believe that about your life? That there's a whole lot more to you than what you've been through, than what you've got going on. Can you see that today? There's a whole lot more than where you failed. There's a whole lot more than your past. There's a whole lot more than, than all that. There's a whole lot more to you. A whole lot more to you. And I pray that you would pursue God with everything that you've got. And you wouldn't allow the giants that occupy that land to defy you and to hinder you whether it be your own problems or whether it be just things in life that are just there, that you'd make a decision and to say that, God, no, you've called me. You are for me, not against me. And I'm pursuing you and I'm grabbing a hold of you. And I want you more than anything else in this life. That's the heart that we have to have. If you're going to make it, you're going to achieve what God has for you. If you're going to press through and, and own that promise and own that hope and own that peace and own that self-control and, and own that non-anger and own that forgiveness, then you got to go pursue it today. And God's going to help you. Amen. Let's bow our heads today and our hearts just before God. Consider his word to you. Are you divided in your heart? Are you divided in your mind today? Are you divided in your spirit? Are you controlled by uh, unhealthy emotions? Then put God back. Put him first in your life. And how does that look? It's simply by maybe you need to put faith in him. You know the things that God is putting on your heart that God help me to put you first. Where? How do I do this? Maybe it's, it's, it's getting rid of those things that easily entangle you. Maybe it's putting your desires that haven't been right, putting those to the side and saying, God, what do you want me to do? Maybe today there, there is a, a giant that is hindering you. 
There's promises that God has for you. Maybe there's something that's occupying the peace. I want to challenge you today in your heart by the Spirit of God to face it, to understand, to know this, that God is for you. Do not stand or be afraid of what's in your promise. Do not stand and and be afraid. Thank you for tuning into this week's message. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired. For more information about our church, visit kirchurch.com or follow us on Instagram at kirchurch.com.